Hello, everybody. We are back for a new week of two queens and a what? Turkey? <laughs> okay, guys, we have to say the real name. We don't have the to first do time. No, you and Megan have to say the real name. I can do whatever I want. Okay, so have another real sip, name. Mike. What are you drinking tonight to fix that attitude? I'm having a Manhattan. <laughs> I'm. You're having a Manhattan. What are you having, Megan? I'm having, um, and I dare you to say anything about it, Bailey's on Ice. Mmm. What a faggy drink. Megan's <laughs> old standby. Bailey's on ice. Can't resist a dare. No, yeah. And I am having a COVID Libre. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's a rum and coke, but instead of garnishing with lime, I, I garnish with a little Lysol. <laughs> per our president's Trump instructions. Yes. Uh huh. I, 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 I have to. Stand up for Donald Trump. <laughs> Do you? Okay. I'm curious to, to see how this goes. Right, listen, he is a douchebag. But in his in his douchebagness, what he does, whereas most normal people and what we should expect from a president is to actually think before they speak. He just speaks and then thinks a little and then speaks some more and you know. He was not saying go and drink Lysol, but he was saying, well, geez, Lysol. No, he was saying inject it. All right, fine. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, look, he was using the science of uh, needles. He was like, you know, know, he's not, you know, what if we inject something? He was just, he really was just thinking out loud stupidly. Really dumb, and a president shouldn't do that. Uh-huh. Let's, but he was not saying everybody should go and drink Tide Pods. Yeah, what well, did the power of the presidency? Uh, well, you know, yeah. he makes a he makes a dumbass suggestion, and I hope and dumbasses take his suggestion. And hopefully, I, all those people who think that he's great will go out and eat a Tide Pod <laughs> and drink some Lysol <laughs> because I don't care. <laughs> They can't get to the uh, voting booth in November. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we are going to, with that, we're going to go to a commercial. We'll be right back. And we are back. And uh, what a week it's been. One more week in this apartment. And uh, and we're still alive. Yeah. Still alive. Yeah. We went out. How many times did we go out this weekend? Mm. I'm alive. I'm alive. Uh, we went... On a walk yesterday? We went on a walk yesterday. And we Thursday, went before. I went to the bank. Oh, you went to the bank. I went out. And then I think on Tuesday or Wednesday, we went out. We went out. It's so hard to keep track. <clears throat> yeah. Megan, did you get outside your apartment at all this week? Uh, yeah, I did my... Um... I always get confused. Does bi-weekly mean... Twice a week, or well, why don't you just tell me if you did it twice this week or every other week? Bi weekly means every other. Okay, I went on my bi weekly errand and laundry run on Friday, so I did get out. Yeah, nice, nice. And of course, we are coming to you from Queens, Mm -hmm. hence the two Queens and a what also in Queens. What, What? Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. And um, so we both got out. We all got out this week. I have to say, um, for spring, the weather's even though we're not going outside, 
the weather's been kind of dreary. Mm-hmm. We had a sunny yeah, day. Was that today. yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, we, we took our walk yesterday and enjoyed the sunshine. So that was nice. Um, and uh, uh, I think we should, I have a suggestion for a new segment. Oh. Uh, what did I cook? So, Megan, did, did you cook anything interesting this week? Well, let's see if I have any recollection whatsoever. Um, I mean, I know that we should probably be sponsored collectively between HelloFresh and Blue Apron because that's like getting us through the uh, quarantine. Um, and I definitely ate well, but I don't know that I remember what I cooked. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to think about it. And uh, we actually, uh, we had some Blue Apron drama with our delivery this mm. week. Oh. Yeah, tell us about it, Mike. Well, I got a, a notice <clears throat> saying your box has been delivered. So I go downstairs. It hasn't been delivered. It's nowhere. And, um, I, and, and, and it kind of annoyed me, but whatever. Um, so I wrote Blue Apron. I'm like, you just sent me a notice saying um, that my box has been delivered and it hasn't been delivered. So what? And and then um, a couple hours later, I get another. I get a notification from them saying your box has been delivered. So I go downstairs again, and I. I mean, I look at our. Th- we have two have, two yeah, sides, a, a, a side and B side. So there so are basically look, two mail rooms. So I go to our B side mail room. Then I go to the A side mail room. I go out into the vestibule of the building. I even have to go outside to make sure they didn't because it says left at front door. Anyway, so, and I, I wrote back and I said, now you're sending me notifications and this is just kind of bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And then today, today, at quarter to one in the afternoon, there's a teeny little knock on the door and I go to the door and it's our blue apron delivery. And the it, the box looked like it was in a gang war. It was like yeah. running from the warriors and it's, it's all, you know, wet and it was just disgusting. And, but, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it kind of reminded me you, the opening scene of oh, what with uh, who's Jim Carrey, Pet Detective. Okay, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, Pet <laughs> Detective. You know he's going undercover as a UPS uh, delivery guy. And he's just kicking his box all over all the way down the the uh, the uh, block to his delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, wow. it looked like that. That's it, quite a throwback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know. Um, my uh, Jim Carrey knowledge is deep and wide, so. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell my Jim Carrey story right now. Uh, okay. And now, did you cook anything interesting this week, Mike? I well, I made oh. some blueberry muffins. Yes, which were fabulous. Ooh, Are still yeah. fabulous. We still have a couple and left. I had some amaranth flour. Why I don't know, but I looked up online for recipes, and there was this. Urban garlic amaranth flour cracker, and it's in. They were as disgusting as amaranth flour is made from chickpeas. I don't know what amaranth. I think. It's oh, made I from thought amaranth. that's what you told. Oh, okay. No, you just made that up. Oh, I did. Okay. Well, I do make things up. So, I am creative. Right. Well, I was creative in throwing the amaranth flour away, and then I made. I have almond flour, so I found this almond flour um, skillet chocolate chip cookie recipe. Which I was not a fan of. John was fine with it. it. Was it's okay. You'd yeah. rather have. So, bottom line is, unless you really have a commitment to use something other than regular flour, 
don't. It's not worth the trip. <laughs> I will research more almond flour. I think a bread might be a better mm. use for it, maybe, or, or an apple muffin or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And I um, had... Oops. Yes, Megan? I just I was going to say, I did remember something I cooked that I was pretty proud of, but do you want to go first, John? Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I made pancakes yesterday. Oh, pancakes from scratch? Sounds, uh, yeah, and I know that that sounds easy, um, but I have not been very successful in the past making pancakes. Um, and now when and you were successful, what does that mean? Were they? they just, yeah, they're just always like, well, first of all, I get really annoyed at all the drippiness. Um, I get annoyed at the, so they're not the transfer of the batter to the pan. Uh-huh. Um, and I always like either put in too little or too much. I So all that is to say that uh, one of my quarantine purchases was like a ladle, um, you know, like a plastic bottle where you can squeeze out the pancake batter. Oh, interesting. And it's a game changer. Let me just say. Oh, okay. And is this plastic bottle specifically made for pancake batter, or you just bought a plastic bottle that's squeezable? No. Well, um, I think what I did was I bought a plastic bottle that is squeezable that was probably jacked up in price because they put the word pancake in the title, and I fell for it. Uh Um, Well, how much did it cost? I think it was like $10 or something. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's quite the plastic bottle. But it's lime green. Oh, now that I can get behind. I love some lime green. Yeah. Well, I made... The reason for this whole segment. (laughs) Well, I think this is a good regular segment since we're all shut in and, you know, we're doing more cooking than usual. But I made scallion pancakes. Mm. Yes, I uh, I was, you know, I spend a lot of time watching the YouTube videos and I like America's Test Kitchen. And they had a um, an episode that was about making your favorite Chinese uh, foods. And uh, the last part of that show was scallion pancakes. And Ooh. it was pretty, pretty good. Pretty, yeah, they came out quite authentic and it included, you know, how to make the dipping sauce. And it was really fascinating how you have to make them because they're kind, you know, I don't know if anyone's had scallion pancakes, but they're served in Chinese restaurants and they should be flaky and they should be thin and they should have layers. And uh, so the, what you do is you make your dough. It's very, it's very simple, just water and flour. You roll it out. You spread your scallions, which are your green onions, on the pancake, then you roll it up into a long tube, and then you coil that like a cinnamon roll, and then you roll it out again to the final pancake, and that rolling and coiling is what makes the layers. And uh, I did kind of mess up. I didn't get the heat right. So my first pancake, it, the recipe made two pancakes, and the first pancake I thought, um, the heat was too low in the second pancake. The heat was too high, but I think I know where to put my heat for somewhere the in one. the middle. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> that's ex- that's exactly right, Mike. So, so Megan, um, you should. Did you know the Tasty website? It, I think it's a BuzzFeed Tasty. Yeah. Yes. They have a pancake um, video. 
Um, oh, yeah. How to make pancakes. I highly recommend it. Okay. I will look it up. Thank yeah. you. We had What's pancakes. so special about it? We had pancakes, but we what, just last week? this week. This quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I had pancakes and then I went into a fucking coma. That's, you know, that's my thing. Yeah, pancakes. You know, like, yeah, they. it's a sugar coma. Did you have them for breakfast or dinner or lunch? What'd you do, Megan? Yeah, it was, um, it was, well, it was the first meal of the day, but it was probably like, it was, it was basically lunchtime. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Cool. Very cool. Which, which when we were, when we were allowed to go out, I guess we probably would call that brunch, uh, would be my guess. Well, let's see. Since you're drinking a Bailey's on ice, I bet you you would call it brunch. <laughs> oh, she well, might call from it the dinner. Person who had a Bailey's on ice last week. So who had, who had that? Who that? <laughs> so the saddest thing I saw this week was the line um, for the free lunch program at the school. It was uh, the school is the entrance is between. It's on 37th Avenue between 77th and 78th, 78th and 79th, somewhere. 78th. Anyway, between anyway. two. Th- and it's a public school. It's an elementary school, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But the line went uh, from the entrance all the way um, to 78th Street, and then from seven uh, uh, on 78th Street all the way up to Roosevelt Avenue. Mm-hmm. I was just, a, it was like a really, really, really long line. And I just thought, think that that's the saddest thing I've ever seen. But then I started singing Brother Can You Spare a Dime? And I was like, oh my God, I got to stop doing that. <laughs> well, it's also, I mean, well, I, you know, it's, it is sad, but it's also really amazing that that exists. That, yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I, um, I don't know. I, I well, I don't know. Not to take away from your sadness or from any part of that story, but you know I, me. I I'm always trying to bring this con- it's conversation down. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you're usually pretty successful. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> we try. Well, I mean, we did just sit around talking about. Oh, what did I make this week? Well, I had some Amaran flour that I just had to get rid of, and there are fucking people starving on the goddamn street. So, yeah, are. no, that's true. But I think, but like, like I was saying, I think anybody, like, I think you could have gotten on that line and got. Oh yeah, they're no, not like. It's yeah. true, but I didn't. I got on the line yeah. to to buy, you know, almond flour, yeah, chocolate flour, chips yeah. for baking. You know. Yeah. So. All right. True. Okay. Uh, that's yeah, that's right. the that's difference. A really sad story. So thank you. Yeah. Um, it just you know. You, you, in so many ways, this is like, you know, for us, I mean, how bad is it where everybody's, you know, John's getting unemployment, but, you know, I'm still more or less making the same thing that I was making. And well, not, but, you know, I'm not spending as much, so it doesn't, doesn't matter. But our lives really won't be affected, you know, unless this goes on past the summer. Mm-hmm. But other people's lives are, are severely affected right now. No, absolutely. And, and, you know, that's. Well, I hope it's a wake up call. I hope that we learn lessons from this. I'm skeptical, but um, it would be kind of amazing if we come out of this like a like a slightly less capitalist country. But no, you know, I, well, well, we'll I, see. I, I do wish Bernie was still in the race. I am going to vote for him, even though 
you know, if it, in, yeah, in the primary, good. I'm going to vote for him. But uh, yeah, no, because I'm sorry, but especially looking at it now, everything is, is, is as he says, is, is right. You know, tying, tying health insurance to employment is just ridiculous. You know, um, colleges, you know, are charging money just to, you know, get on a Zoom call. You know, it's just kind of, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. Mm -hmm. We're bailing out, we're bailing out Delta. If I hear another fucking commercial, you know, in these oh, trying oh, times, yeah. oh. Delta Airlines wants you to know that even though we will be getting trillions of dollars in government aid, we still think about you little people. Yeah, no, the, uh, the uh, sincere commercials are getting old. Old. In these trying yeah. times, remember we us we at Jello Pudding. We really do love you. Yeah. yeah. Facebook, oh, yeah, all, that, all those commercials. Yeah, that's, it's like, wow. Yeah. Cool. Well, I don't know what I'd do without Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fine. They exist, but they need to, you know, do something with their money. Well, yeah, that's true. How about feeding people rather than taking out right. ads on TV? Great. So what did you do this week, Megan? You're still working. Still working. Um, well, one thing that I didn't do but deserves a shout out is uh, I was meant to go to Florida on Wednesday for my cousin Christopher's wedding right. to his fiance now wife Danny. Uh, they got married on Friday. Very um, happy news. So that was that was a bummer to not be in Florida to be there with them because uh, it probably would have been a lot of fun. But um, you know, we'll celebrate. Uh, at whatever point we're allowed to. And um, but, he posted uh, a video of was, it online. Yeah, they did. They streamed it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was never going to that wedding, but I got to watch it. So yeah. that was kind Good of point. nice. Good point. You know, that wedding. wouldn't have happened. If... I wasn't going and I didn't watch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I still remember Christopher when he was at this apartment for Thanksgiving where he oh. was like 10. <laughs> yeah. Ten? Well, maybe, no, maybe he 17, was seventeen, but still, he seems really young to get married. Well, how old is he? He's like twenty-six. I, I guess I have no idea. I think he was born in nineteen ninety. I don't know. Yeah, nineteen ninety something. Do I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, no, he's well. Let's see. We, is he older than Savannah or younger? Than older. Savannah? Yeah, well, he he's is older, older than Savannah. Than Savannah Savannah's Savannah Savannah is twenty-one. She was here for her like uh, junior year in high school band, right? Marching band, yeah. At but that Macy's was parade. Yeah, and he was here then, right? So figure he was like, well, he was in college, so he then. was like twenty. Let's say he was twenty at that point, and that was twenty thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's twenty-seven. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> he's achieved his Saturn year. Time flies. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, and we wish Christopher. And what's his wife's name? Megan. Danny. 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 We wish them the best. Um, I'm, I'm guessing they Christmas. didn't get to see. They didn't get to go on a honeymoon. But no one I know goes on honeymoons anymore. You know. Well, so, really? You need to stop talking. Be friendly. What's that people. about? I don't know. I don't know. They take a trip at a later time, but yeah. Um, who's the last person you knew who went on a honeymoon? Who's the last person I knew who got married? Mm, good question. 
Actually, my friend Jordan did get married um, and did not go on their honeymoon yet. I think they're supposed to go on their honeymoon probably this summer, um, and that's obviously not happening. But this, okay, all right, John. Is this your Maybe fake friend right. Jordan? Did no, I've met fake Jordan. Wife? They moved to. Did she move to New York the same time as you, or or she was already living here? No, she moved either one or two days after. We moved at almost exactly the same time. That's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for her. Sorry, you know, go on that honeymoon because you don't know what the future uh holds. Well, Spencer and, and Blaney went on a honeymoon. Oh, yeah, they did. I think they that did. was the last wedding I was at. Uh-huh. They did go on a, a honeymoon. I Years and years ago, I worked at a printing company that was owned by these Christians. And uh, these. Uh, this was in Albuquerque. But this guy uh, who was part of the family that owned it, he got married and he and his wife had saved themselves for uh, marriage and they their honeymoon, they went to Mexico and the minute they landed, a hurricane hit and they spent their honeymoon in a schoolhouse in a room with like 14 other people. <laughs> I hope the 14 people enjoyed the show. <laughs> so... Yeah, I always thought that was kind of amusing, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, shit happens. God you, does you not want them it. to procreate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, what have we been watching? Did we talk? We finished Ozark. What day did we finish Ozark? I don't. I, there are no such thing as no days, days anymore. Yeah, we loved Ozark. Ozark. Megan, you haven't watched this season yet. Have no, you? I haven't. I haven't watched any. Oh my God! I don't know what. Oh, it's so good. Oh, what are you watching? Parks and Recs all over again? No, I am not a rewatcher. Okay. For all the right. most part. Wait a second! Didn't you watch Cheers again or something? I don't know. No, I've never seen Cheers. She'd never seen Cheers. Yeah. Oh. So what? Um. So we loved Ozark. Ozark was so much fun. Julia Garner is the queen of my life. I just. She is just so What are you going to do? Fucking kill me, you fucking wolf bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's great. Actually, yeah, on YouTube, there's Ruth's best lines from uh, Ozark, and it is totally worth watching. It's about five minutes of her hurling hurling insults in, in very colorful ways. She was, she was great. Yeah. She was great. Um, what have you been watching this week, Megan? Well, let's see. Um, I guess Succession. I'm, we're still trucking on Succession. Oh, Succession! Um, great. So I, I and I, I'll, I'll say that um, I'm very, very. Uh, what do the kids say? I stand um, Roman and Jerry. I'm very into that. Oh yes. So yeah, that's that's a, that's, that's a good one. That's that, a that's in a fundamental. Kieran yeah. Culkin uh, is kind of priceless on that. They're all really priceless, but I think he yeah. just kind of stands out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, which one's well, Jerry? RuPaul, we, should we get into the, RuPaul? We always do. The um, I'm know, uh, the um, uh, lawyer, the older lawyer woman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yes. One thing I watched uh, during Mike's Insomnia Theater is last week I finished Money Heist, which is one of the most depressing things I've ever, because it just won't Ooh. fucking end. No, it's, it's it's kind of fun, but it's Is stupid. that the Spanish yeah, one? Yeah, it's really stupid. It's just the stupidest show you've ever seen. You know, they, they're they robbing the um, 
the first epi- the first season they robbed the Bank of Spain, and then you know it was like twelve episodes the first season, and I'm like they have hostages. Right, wait a second, yeah, yeah. And, and so I'm like, okay, well it's twelve episodes, and it was like, oh, this is way too many episodes, and then I realized like at episode eleven, ah oh, shit, it's not even going to end. So then they come back with season two for the second part of robbing the Bank of uh, of Spain, and whereas they're going in, the, what they're doing is. They're taking everybody hostage, putting everybody in the same um, outfit like they did in Spike Lee's Inside Job. And, um, you know, but then they're going down in the basement and they're printing money. They're printing, they're printing money, their own <laughs> which money. they actually could have done outside of there. I guess. I I'll, don't know. The I, thing that I, I loved is there is. Oh, that's. You, you're at the. You saw the second part. I know, but I just want to share. So they're, they have this hostage situation going on so long that their hostages start having health issues and they have to set up an operating room. Well, no, no, that's not really what happened, but what happened was Nairobi got shot. And so they had to operate on her. And they happened to have all of the materials needed for an operating room. And these people who don't have high school degrees um, are able to, you know, extract a bullet and repair, uh, you know, a collapsed lung. I mean, it's just stupid. But anyway, so in the first season, then it ends after 12 episodes. And there's another nine episodes until at the end, they actually get away with all the money from the Bank of Spain. And you're like, oh, that's all right. And then like a year later, it says Money Heist Part 3 coming, you know, in April. You're like, what the fuck? You know, so I watch it and it seems that someone, one of the pe- one of the robbers got gets caught by the Spanish police. So they all get back together to rob the Spanish mint for some reason that is going to did they not print enough money no they're robbing the Spanish mint in order to get the guy back from the from the cops who the guy who got caught so I'm like all right so the first first part of part three is eight episodes I'm like oh thank god because part one part one and two were like 22 episodes and it really should have been like 16 so I'm like okay so they're each going to be eight. So they learn. And then it comes back with part four. And right around episode six, seven of part four, I realized they're not going to fucking end this one either. So now there's going to be another eight episodes of this. Is the thing I don't Well, a show that we're watching that we love is RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a pretty delightful week. And we got the first episode of RuPaul's Celebrity Drag Race. Which turned out to be more fun than the regular drag race. Did you watch either of them yet, Megan? Both. Both. Okay, great. We can talk. Something we can talk about. So who got kicked off this week? Widow, Widow Von, Von Doom. Widow Von Doom. Yeah. A funeral for Widow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, she deserved it. Jackie was better. Yeah, Jackie was better. And I'm not really a fan of Jackie Cox. No yeah. offense to Jackie she's Cox. She's sweet, but yeah, yeah. But she's kind of retro and... I, you know, I'm waiting for her to really, you know. Yeah, she is not really shown. Shown, yeah. Um, and she cries. She's a crier, and I don't like. Her. Oh yeah, she, she cried a lot. This she's messy a Pisces episode. Yeah, yeah. So, but she killed the lip sync, you know, and that it was. Oh Widow yeah, Von, it was. Widow Von Du was doing. Um, Katy Perry, like it was Jesse Norman or something. It was just her. She was what was the song? Firework? Firework. But she was putting so much energy and emotion, in, and it's like, uh, sweetie, that's not the way to go with a Katy Perry song. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, and and Jackie Cox went the other way. And she, yeah. Plus, it turns out that flowing uh, that robe, robe she was wearing yeah. that worked when but she's doing firework. Well, and she and she did it at the she right moment. It. She let her performance build to yeah. the end, and so that was pretty darn delightful. Yeah. So yeah, what was the pretty earlier, darn delightful earlier challenge that they did in this week? I they did the really paying attention. The they ran for drag queen president. Yeah. Oh sure. right, drag queen president. Yeah, it was okay. Um, yeah. Oh, what's her name? Did really well. The the thin, attractive black man. He won. Oh, Jada. Jada. Yeah, Paul. she yeah, was. Jada was she awesome. was good during that. She was really. Yeah. Yeah. She was pretty. What's good her name? That. Jada Pinkett Jones or something. Jane, Jada, Jada Essence Hall. Jada Essence Hall. I think Jada Pinkett Jones is a good name. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and then. Celebrity Drag Race, which I only knew one of those guys. Megan, did you know any of those guys? They um, had three. I only knew Nico from Younger. Yeah, those, that's the only Jermaine one we knew. Bauer, he was on the sitcom based on the Tracy Let's Play Superior Donuts with Judd Hirsch. Mm -hmm. He's funny. Yeah. So anyway, it was three guys, two absolutely straight, and then uh, Nico, Nico who is his, he's... He's non-binary. Non-binary. Yeah, they're non-binary. Yeah. Non-binary. And I gotta say, yeah, I did I thought he over he, he, was, he just, was just overrun. He was just having too much doing it for fun. Right. And the thing about drag is that while it can be fun, it's also needs to be deadly serious. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I he, was he really missed that whole part. I was really happy with. Uh, now, how did, did they dress as celebrities? How did they dress? They dressed as celebrities. Um, they did snatch game. Jermaine Fowler did Kavina Hart. Oh um, right, he was hilarious. He was hilarious. He was well, really funny. Um, Instead of Kevin Hart, he did like a female Kavina. version, Kavina. And you know, Nico did um, Lucy, but all he could do was. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, he, didn't, that, he, he had really the didn't, look. Yeah, he didn't have any laugh lines. He didn't. He could didn't have any of that. He could just do Vita Vita And the other boy, I do. He did. Um, oh, Christy Keegan. Yeah, which, which was, I thought was kind of a weak choice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I adore Christy. Agreed. Keegan, but, Agreed. But uh, he did a great um, lip sync, and he did a great runway. And uh, it was it was really a lot of fun watching that. It was much better than uh, Megan. I don't know if you have HBO. We watched the other drag show this oh. week, which was called what's it called? We're here. We're here, which is like a road show where three Shangela, of RuPaul's Shangela, Bob, Bob the, the drag, drag queen, queen and, and you. Yes, and they try to do a real uh, uh, queer eye. So um, they go from town to town, and they get three people that they dress and drag and do a drag show in each of these little towns. And it was just a little too emotional. It was treacly and cloying. Yes, yes. Oh, It was yeah. like on Queer Eye, that guy Caribou, the black guy who talks about, you know. Yeah, he's the feelings guy. The feelings it was guy. like too and much feelings. So I'm like, much because a little of that goes out. a long way. Now, that's a pretty boy that should just keep his mouth closed, except when he should open it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, um, we are coming up on a commercial break, so we'll be right back. In these trying times, two queens and a what are on your side. <laughs> 
and we are back. And uh, it's and on your side. And uh, we're still on your side. And <laughs> now we're going to talk about cysts and tumors. No, we are not. No, we are not. Debbie Downer of the show. Um, <laughs> Megan. Crisis in the Middle East. We're going to talk about Megan's movies. Megan's movie choices. Yeah. Emma Thompson Film Fest. Emma Thompson Film Fest. Emma Thompson Film Let's Fest. have Megan talk yeah. about this. Uh-huh. So what were our films this week, Megan? To, uh, our, uh, our two films this week were Emma Thompson's foray into Merchant Ivory. Um, so we watched, uh, The Remains of the Day and Howard's End, which also, so I think we could, so they're both, like I said, they're both Merchant Ivory films, but I think they're also both based on books, right? So it's a little double yes. way yes. of, um, yes. theme. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who wrote Remains of the Day? Uh, Japanese gentleman, whose name I do not okay. know. Yeah. 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 But each of the uh, films was adapted by Ruth Prawa Jabawa, um, who won numerous Academy Awards. She worked with, for most of the uh, big Merchant Ivory films, she was the person who did the adaptation. Um, Uh And it's kind of sad because they're called Merchant Ivory films and they really should be called Merchant Ivory Jabawa films. Oh, interesting. Oh, good. Thank you for, thank you, Mike. I appreciate that little piece of knowledge that I can use going forward. Uh, and uh, Remains of the Day was written by Kazuo Ishiguro. Yes. Great book. So which was your favorite movie, Megan? Well, probably Howard's End because um, I did appreciate uh, the humor, the like little bits of humor that were that were in that film. And I did think Remains of the Day, even though I enjoyed Remains of the Day, uh, I did feel like it was just sort of like I feel like a like a little bit of humor could have really helped it along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, since I'm humorless, but I but I liked them both. I liked I I did I liked them both. Um, also, I liked Howard's End. I Howard's End I liked maybe a little bit more because um, just the relationship between the siblings. So, the Thompson plays the oldest of three, and there's uh, the middle child is a is played by Helena Bonham Carter, and then the youngest is played by. Um, uh, some guy that I don't, I don't, I don't know who played him. May, do is he like a famous actor? No, I don't, no, I don't uh, know him. Yeah. Okay. And so you, you, look we should say that Megan is from a a family of three siblings, where she's exactly. the younger person, yes. followed by a sister, and then the youngest is a boy. So are you, did right. you see and I, parallels? And I, thought, and I definitely thought that the the roles the roles of the siblings and Howard then could like very easily be transferred to my siblings. Um, so myself and my siblings. So I kind of liked that too, that aspect of it also. Oh my God. I just got, you know, how all these people around the world are doing, you know, putting together dramas. I think you and your family should do this where Ooh. you are Howard's end and uh, your mom could be, um, what's her name? Aunt Julie. No. Um, the oh. woman who gave her the house. Ruth. Oh, Vanessa Redgrave. Ruth yes, Wilcox. Vanessa Redgrave. And yeah. uh, then, uh, who would your dad be? Yeah. yeah. Who would my dad be? He could be I, like he could be like one of the like bankers or something. Well, like, he could like, be he he could be um, uh, what's this guy's Anthony Hopkins? Yeah, that's his name. Anthony Hopkins. He could be Anthony Hopkins, but that would mean at a certain point you and he would get married. So that's <laughs> probably not. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, and not only that, but. 
Yeah, let's just say that that's the reason why we shouldn't have him play Anthony Hopkins, although there are many, but that's the key one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed that, too. I particularly love that um, the uh, scene where Emma Thompson and Anthony Hopkins are having the discussion about his uh, dalliance with the young girl, um, how she keeps telling him that they need not speak about it anymore. And then there's a cut and you have, you get the idea that he just can't stop talking about it. (laughs) And she keeps insisting that she has forgiven him and that they can stop talking about it. And he just keeps going. So I thought that was a particularly (laughs) funny, funny one. Um, And uh, Helena Bonham Carter, she was really beautiful and she, she does kind of crazy pretty well too. Well, yeah. Yeah. So um I like the Wilcox children. I thought they were funny. Oh, they were hilarious. Yeah. Just hilarious. Well, one thing I, I you know, it all starts with, you know, Helena Bonacarta Bonham Carter making out with the younger Wilcox boy and causing such a scandal. And then we kind of forget all about that after, you know. You know, Emma Thompson befriends Vanessa Redgrave, and then we just kind of forget about it. Mm-hmm. So what was well, the but she scandal? has to. She waits till she sends uh, know, her off. What was the to... damn scandal? I mean, how much of a scandal could it have been if, if Emma Thompson ends up marrying the, the it, widow? It wasn't necessarily a scandal. It was more that she was sensitive to her feelings. <laughs> you know, that's you know. She went to Germany because you know she was uncomfortable with no, that. No, she didn't family. go to Germany. Yes, she did. Oh, the she went to Hamburg for, for three weeks. The yeah. first time yeah, because the first time. they were rented the house that yeah. was next door. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I think it's. I think it was very lucky. Uh, Emma Thompson won the Oscar for that, and I think it was very lucky that it was a, it was a, a light field of competitors that year. Mm-hmm. It was Mary McDonald for Passion Fish, <laughs> and. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer for Love Field. Wow, I don't remember those movies at all. And Passion Fish? What's that about? I never asked for the Alien Pro. Oh, that one, yes. The Angel That's Pro. a good one. <laughs> um, that was my, uh, that's a good movie. But um, uh, Who was nominated for that? Mary McDonald. She's in the wheelchair. Oh, she's the one in the wheelchair. And, and Alfred uh, Woodard. Alfred Woodard was nominated. Yeah. Well. She's the only time Alfred Woodard has ever been nominated for Wow. Oscar, and she's always so good. crazy. Yeah. Um, and Catherine Deneuve for Indochine and um, One Susan thing, Sarandon for Lorenzo's Oil. These uh, those uh, period British uh, uh, movies, they're so sensitive. Everything is manners and so guarded of each other's feelings, and so afraid of being. Uh, in a situation that would have to show feelings. So I always find that pretty amusing. Yeah. So, um, uh, so then, and they're just so pretty to look at all that scenery. Oh, I love <laughs> so the house. Beautiful. The house is so great. Uh huh. You mean yeah. Howard's End? Howard's End. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So great. I mean, I would, I could, I could spend a couple weeks there. Well, Vanessa Redgrave has that wonderful line because, you know, they've moved into that big house in the city. And she says, I don't know how people can stand to live in these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Howard's End is a big house, but it's a more of a comfortable yeah. size than it's that. It's a cottage. Yeah. As they called it. Yeah. And uh, what about Remains of the Day, Emma? Uh, not Emma. Um, what's your name? 
Megan, Megan, <laughs> Megan. I'll take Emma. All right, um, Emma, what you, what, what you think of Remains of the Day? I liked it. I will say um, I fell asleep oh. uh, the first time that I was watching it, but I think that had to do with the hour and the fact that I had had, like, a glass of wine, um, and it was dark, and I just kind of fell asleep, and it's, you know, it's it's just a slow film. Uh, but I was, uh, but I went back to it the next day and finished and, um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess I have a little less to say about that one. Um, well, the story's less dramatic, isn't it? It is much, I mean, it's just about the, the, the and it's also not really as much about the Emma Thompson character. Right. It is about, um, Anthony, the Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins character, whose name I can't remember, but, um, and, and, and it is, it is not a whole lot of plot going on simply because that's the point of, of the movie mm -hmm. about, cause it is about the character study for him. Yeah. Although you know, a lot is going on in his world, but right. him as a servant right. is not, yeah, yeah. he's at his, uh, you know, which of course is what Downton Abbey's about too, is about how that way of life is about staying the same and how uh, during the 20th century, um, the external world eventually had to impose right. changes, and so it's it's a similar kind of. But a, I just, I'm just, I think that Anthony Hopkins is that. Everybody would say that I'm crazy, but I think that is the greatest Anthony Hopkins performance. Really? Wow! Yeah. Even more, even more than uh, um, Silence of the Lambs. I just think he is incredible. In remains of the day. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. It, yeah. It was good. I, it was good. I'm really glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched it. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's good. Uh, what's next for Megan's uh, film history? Um, are we continuing with Emma Thompson? Well, um, although I know it's a group decision, I will say I did give it some thought as yeah. to how to pick two movies that would be nice fits with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I also am uh, using a little bit of a recommendation from my roommate, Myrna, because she is also subject to these films since, you know, quarantine. Yeah. I need, I need not say anymore. Um, so, uh, I was thinking of watching Nanny McPhee and also, oh, I'm going to forget the, I'm going to forget the title of it, but the one where Emma Thompson plays PL Travers, who Miss, of course wrote Mary Poppins. Mrs. Which is also Banks. Nanny. And they call Mrs. Banks or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah saving Mr. Banks. Or saving Mr. Banks. Mr. Banks. Saving Mr. Banks. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Very good. I haven't seen the, Nanny McPhee. Have you seen Nanny oh, McPhee? Yeah, it's a sweet movie. It's a really fun movie. I might have seen it. I might have slept through it. <laughs> now, remember, you should watch King Lear on Amazon because okay. that's, that's also, you know, uh, Anthony Hopkins plays Lear and Emma Thompson, I believe, plays Goneril. No, is she Goneril? Yeah, I think you're right. I think she's Goneril. And what is. Uh, Samantha Morton and Florence Pugh, right? Are Regan and Cordelia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I should watch that too. 
Yeah, Jim Broadbent, Jim Carter, Tobias Menzies, Emily Wa Emily Watson is Reagan. Oh, Emily Watson, Emily Watson. Okay. Orange okay. Pew is Cordelia. Emma Thompson is Goneril. Yeah. Speaking of Lear, did either of you ever read that book? Uh, is it A Thousand Acres? Oh yeah. No. Oh, it's and I only read it. I only finished it because of Dale. Oh, really? Because you don't find – it takes you to about page 180 to find out what's going on. Yeah. And it's like, until that time, I was like, I am sorry. I am not that interested in fucking farm life. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Uh, this is funny. So, uh, Megan, it is a retelling of King Lear, but in uh, like in, on an Iowa farm. Yeah. And uh -huh. uh, my friend Bart, he loved that book. I love that book, but because we're farm boys, uh, we really mm -hmm. got into the farmness of it. And uh, so, um, yeah, no, he actually, he loved the book so much. He gave it his gifts. That's how oh, wow. I came to know about it. He goes, you got to read this book. Here's a copy. And Ugh, uh, I don't think I would like him anymore. <laughs> no, I was not a fan of that one. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. The only book I ever gave as gifts was The Hours. I used to give that out. Let's see. Ooh, that's I, a good one. It's such a good fucking book. And there's only 200 pages. It's so good. I've given a few books as gifts. Uh, you gave them to Renner. Yeah, I gave, uh, it, there was a David Sedaris. Wait a second, everybody stop. Cindy Knight. Cindy Knight, Go yes. Uh -huh. I don't hey, know Cindy. <laughs> I ever gave her a book. Maybe I did, but uh, books I've given as gifts were uh, David Sedaris, the collection of Christmas stories. Oh, that's cute. Um... I know there were others, but I just don't remember them. But they were maybe Confederacy of Dunces. Yeah, a book I, I loved when I read it back in the 80s, but I was going to read it again, and Gary Lippman read it again. And he and I'm like, how was it? And he's like, oh, it doesn't really hold up. And I'm like, so What's that? Confederacy of Dunces. So, oh. so I've never read it again. Oh, I've read that book seven times, I think. Have you ever read it, Megan? That's funny. I've been with no, him almost 10 years. I've never seen him read a book. I've read it before I met you, yeah. Seven times. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Wizard of Loneliness. Don't know that one. Which is by the guy who wrote uh, the Malagro Beanfield War. I like that movie. Yeah. A Wizard. What Wizard? It was of Robert Redford's second movie. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. The book. I was disappointed in the movie because I really loved Didn't the, read book. the book. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the others, but uh, there were a few there for a while back when I gave Christmas gifts. Um, and red, I tear. Yes, and red. I would. My favorite book of the year is what I would give for Christmas. So, anyway, those are my call outs for books tonight. Confederate. I'm about. I'm, I'm a little bit halfway through. Normal people, because that's oh right, right. It starts on Wednesday. Sally Rooney. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's an interesting thing. But again, we're talking about the British and how you know they never say what they mean and all of that stuff. And there's a lot of this, that in this, plus they're, you know, it's, they're starting a high school and now they're, you know, in college and stuff like that. And so, you know, you're, you're always kind of like neurotic and shit in college and high school and, you know, your twenties and your thirties and your forties and your fifties anyway. But, um, so there's a lot of that, a lot of miscommunication and all of this and lots of, you know, the, there was a thing in the times about how sexual the show is and, there's a lot of sex in the book, but it doesn't seem to dwell on that. But I guess the the show will, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't like to see pretty people have sex? Yeah. 
Ugly people, probably. There are industries built on it. Um, Anything else that we need to talk about tonight? We've got our films for next week. Cysts and tumors. Cysts and tumors. (laughs) (laughs) Megan, any new cysts or tumors that you're aware of? Oh, no. Thankfully, no. (laughs) You should be giving yourself a breast exam. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Well, wait. No, you can do it in your own time. Yeah. <laughs> do it next week on Two Queens and a What? It's Two Queens and a Breast Exam. exam. <laughs> All right. And until then, and then the following week, it's four testicles and a what? Oh, keep drinking. So, uh, I guess we're done. Oh, I have one more update. A what? Thank you, everyone, because our goal for this week was to break the $3 barrier <gasps> yes, in advertising revenue. And we have done it. What are we at? We're at like $3 and 10 cents. <gasps> yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's really great. It's really oh, great. I, the other thing is, I don't know about you, Megan, this is not for, this is not for everybody because no one's going to hear it, but at eight o'clock, broadway.com on YouTube is doing the salute to Sondheim with oh, every cool. single person you can name is performing. Oh, that's tonight. Ooh, amazing. Yeah, name someone. Kelly O'Hara. Performing. Name Barbara someone. Nancy. How what? Nancy. I don't know what that is. I don't saying, know. We can't hear you. Did you walk away from your phone? Uh, L- Laura Benanti. Yes, yes, performing. Audra McDonald, performing. Meryl Streep, performing. Lin-Manuel Miranda, Performing Sutton Foster performing, yeah, all, the, all okay. these people are performing. So I'm gonna watch at least for an hour until the uh, finale of Homeland, <laughs> and then I'm gonna ugly Claire Danes cry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is she gonna die? I don't know. We're I have no idea how don't that's spoiled. Just... Huh? What? Don't spoil. Well, we don't well, we know. We haven't it. seen it yet. He's yet. asking if she is. <laughs> Literally, the last show. I have no idea how it's gonna end, which is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. It is. Maybe it'll all have been a dream. Oh my God! Maybe, maybe she should just, just get out of a shower. Or, she, yeah, or she's, she's a patient. What, would you be disappointed? Or what if maybe she'll just she and Sal just go to a diner in Jersey? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, <laughs> have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Don't tell two queens and a We're two queens and a what? Turkey. <laughs>